movies, music, television, and more. This is entertainment. 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 Rebooted. Only on WZIP. Award show season is upon us. You know, you got the Grammys, you got the ESPYs, you have the Country Music Awards, the AMAs, a bunch of different award shows. But no, there is one award show for us gamers out there, and that is the Game Awards show. The Game Awards is going to happen on December the 7th. The nominees are out. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm joined by two fellow co-hosts. You might remember them. We did One Piece on it, but I am your host, Sava. To the left, I got Jeremiah. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. You know, I can't wait to talk about some video games. I know. I'm excited as well. And to my right, I got Trey. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm also ready to talk about those video games. I know. Man. We're all excited. We're excited for the nominees. We're excited for the Game Awards show to happen. And we're just going to preface this. We're going to save Game of the Year for last, but we're going to go through the list. If we know the category, if we're familiar with games, we're going to give our thoughts on who's going to win and you know why we picked it. If we don't know, we're just going to pick, okay, which one do we just think is going to win? Because we don't know every video game. We don't play every video game. Just so you guys know, we're doing this for fun and to see you know if we can guess just what's right and who's going to win. Starting off, first and foremost, best game direction. You got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mario Brothers Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm going to start this one off and just say I've played a handful of these. I've played Wonder. I've played a bit of Baldur's Gate at my friend's house, and i played Tears of the Kingdom. Spider-Man looks amazing. I don't know much about Alan Wake, but I'm just going to go out and say Mario Brothers Wonder, I think, is going to win Best Game Direction. I'm going to turn it over to you guys. What do you think, just at a glance, is going to win Best um, game direction. I think Mario, uh, Super Mario Bros. has a good chance for sure, but uh, I think with all like the popularity Spider Man has, or and Zelda too, honestly, um, I don't really know too much about Alan Wake either. Uh, Baldur's Gate, when it came out, it was like that's the only thing that was on my uh, social media page and stuff. Like that. So it's a lot of good games on here, but I think I'm gonna go with uh, Spider Man Two. Spider Man Two, yeah, all right, maybe. and then Jeremiah. <laughs> um, so for me personally. I'm going to probably take um, Spider-Man as well or Baldur's Gate. Like Trey said, Baldur's Gate was very popular, and I, while I haven't played it, I have seen others play it, and it, you know, it doesn't look fun. So yeah. I'm going to take that one. Alan Wake 2, though, is something I played a little bit of, and I liked it, so it would be my personal pick. However, I do predict Baldur's Gate. It's going to be interesting to see because I'll, Across not only this category, but all the categories in this year's Game Awards are just stacked. It's like, it's a who's who, who's going to win. Moving on, best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development. And again, I'm going to be saying these names a lot because a lot of these are several, like, re-nominees. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, specifically Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, and Spider-Man 2. I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm just going to say Final Fantasy 16. I am falling in love with the game. I am... Near the end game, the story I think is fantastic. The narrative, the world building, the narrative, everything that's been done with it has been amazing for me. So that's my vote. What about you guys, Trey? Let's start with you this time again. Um, honestly, I might go with uh, Baldur's Gate. Uh, for for because you know, I haven't personally played it, but I've watched people play it before, and I feel like uh, I'm an RPG man. You know, what I'm saying, and I like that kind of stuff where you can do your own things whenever you want and stuff like that, and progress however you want. Um. I just literally did a segment on like open world games, oh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Baldur's Gate for sure. For me personally, I'm gonna have to side with you on this one and go with Final Fantasy. It's like <laughs> I get the appeal of Baldur's Gate three, and yeah. I love you know what it does, but it just there's just something about Final Fantasy. It's like I'm Not maybe really. it's like the inner Final Fantasy in me. I don't know. It's Is this just, the actual like 16th game of this, Final Fantasy? Uh, if you don't count like the spin-off games, like the tactic games yeah. and whatnot, then technically yes. Okay. Uh, but I mean, like if you go down to like the <laughs> Final Fantasy VII reboot, like uh, just uh, there's so there's many, there's lot. so many Final <laughs> Fantasy games. Like we, but like mainline games. There's 16. Okay. And like, there's a reason for it. There is a reason. I mean, yeah. It, 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 I, uh, my, one of my friends gave me one of the Final Fantasies. I can't remember which one. I uh, started it, but uh, I think it was like this long cut scene in the beginning. I was just like, man, I just kind of want to... You know what I'm saying? It's like almost every one. They all start with like some big long cut scene, but you know. But I mean, I mean... Final Fantasy looks appealing too. I think that's what I got to get into too, like Final Fantasy, because that's a really acclaimed game, a series. 
It is. That's the thing with the Game Awards. It's like a lot of games, I'm just like reminded of like, I didn't check this out. It's like, oh, maybe I should give it another shot. So I'm like, I need to get into Baldur's Gate a bit more. But for me, my vote goes for Final Fantasy 16 on that. Moving on, we're going to try to keep these going. Best art direction, just, you know, overall creative or technical artistic direction animations. Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Mario Brothers Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Jeremiah, we're going to start with you on this one. Okay, for me, this one was kind of hard because I really like the animation visuals for all of these games. However, it for me, it's between Alan Wake 2 and Lies of P. They just appeal to the art style that I like the most, the mm-hmm. best. And so I guess if I had to pick one over the other, I'd probably lean more to Lies of P for their art direction. So, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, for me, I'll go next. For me, it's... I'm trying to remain like as open-minded as, as I can through this, but it, you know, at the end of the day, it's my list, my opinion. Mm-hmm. I loved High Fi Rush, and just like I loved, uh, if you know what Sly Cooper is, like the cell shading kind of look, the cartoony kind of look, just it pops the anytime you didn't attack or interact with the world, it just like it popped like a comic book in a sense, and just the art direction just oozed character and charm from you for so for me hi-fi rush gets my vote so trey what about you hi-fi rush kind of reminds me of persona a little bit just like a little bit yeah style but uh i'm gonna say um probably legend of zelda the tears of the kingdom i just like the way it's uh laid out uh i like seeing a lot of green even though in this game it's not a lot of green kind of reminds me of this game called gravity rush if you guys are familiar yeah yeah we're like the uh the floating islands and stuff like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm going to have to give my vote to uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, I totally understand. And again, Nintendo just nails art direction a lot. And yeah. A lot of games have nailed a lot of art. Not to discredit any other nominees in their art direction, but it's just like, it, it it's it's hard to pick. You know, it's it's very hard. This one's going to be hurtful for me to pick. Best score in music for outstanding music, inclusive score, original song, licensed soundtrack. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, and Tears of the Kingdom. I'll start this one. And it, for me, it's Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, or I've heard Alan Wake 2 is pretty fire, and I actually listen to it. My friend's been playing, and he's been streaming it through Discord, so I've been watching a bit. The most playtime I've had it w- with fun- is with Final Fantasy 16, but there, again, there was just something with Hi-Fi Rush that just spoke to me, and I loved it a bit more. Mainly because you had you know, your licensed soundtrack, like your copyrighted music that everyone knows. But then you had like, oh, if you like stream or you don't want to get DMCA'd for posting a video, they had uh, royalty-free music basically playing. And it was just as amazing, if not almost better than the licensed music. So for that, my vote goes to Hi-Fi Rush. There's just so many tracks that stand out to me. Specifically, the first, without spoiling, the first boss fight, the third boss fight, and just like the intro of the cinematic is just Oh, it's amazing. Is it kind of like energetic? It's energetic kind of rock music. Yeah, and it's like a little side note and why I also picked like art direction just like in all all of Hi-Fi Rush, you play to the beat of the music. So the Mm. faster the beat, the faster your attacks and such. And it's like if you're standing idle, your character is like dancing to the music and it just like makes me dance to it. And I'm just like, if if you can make me dance to your music in a game, I'm sold. I'm in. When you say like rock, like upbeat rock music, do you mean like uh, you ever played Sunset Overdrive? Yes, it's almost. Yes, it, it's <laughs> okay. almost like Sunset in a sense, like almost that kind of vein. I think I'm gonna go with Hi Fi Rush then too. I don't really. I mean, don't let t- me sway you, man. No, I mean I don't really know too much uh, of the music on any of these games. I mean, Legend of Zelda. I just can like hear Zelda type music, uh, but I think I want to switch it up and go with Hi Fi Rush. I, I like that high um, energy rock music. It gets me going, <laughs> and it gets me in like a a, a smooth to like just. Do whatever on the game, you know what I'm saying? Just get, <laughs> I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty. You're cool. grooving with the game. Exactly. So I'm going high fire rush. That's fair. It looks like I'm gonna be the only one doing something different because <laughs> I'm going with Final Fantasy 16. Dude, now. It's, <laughs> it's hard for me to pick between Yo, those. I listen. I listen to all the like. I listen to almost all of the Final Fantasy songs from like all the games because for me, something about Final Fantasy they hit every inch needed for mm. music. Like they have so many different types. It's just kind of like. I don't know. Something about it just hits the spot no other game has for me yet. Yeah. That's understandable. It's pretty fire, and it's just... So uh, what kind of music is Final Fantasy like? It's kind of hard to explain, because there's so much. Because really, they they have the softer songs you usually have, like, more 
I don't know how to say like low key piano type beats. Okay, I know exactly. But then you also have these more just up energetic like okay it's about to get real we gotta you there's know. like some vocal some orchestral i think it's like you know, you know like the joke of like why do i hear boss music and it's in latin you know <laughs> there's some fights in final fantasy where they don't go you know singing and like you know talking in latin yeah. but the music is just it it sets the mood it sets the scene and it just makes everything blend together and it's it's gorgeous is the best way i could put it okay okay but we're going to keep moving on. And some of these we might – the further we get into this list, more of these we're probably not going to really know too much about. Starting kind of with this one, best audio design, best in-game audio sound design, Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush again, Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. Uh, I'm going to start with this one. I mean, I want to vote Hi-Fi Rush again because it's an indie game and their sound design was amazing. But you know what? We're going to – as much as I want it to win, I'm going to change it up and I'm going to have to say – Dead Space. There's something about Dead Space. You're in outer space mm-hmm. on a ship. You're the last survivor. It it's creepy. It yeah. gives me goosebumps thinking about it. So Alan or uh, Dead Space for me. Yeah, I was gonna either say Dead Space or Resident Evil Four because I uh, like to hear that when you're playing like a horror game and you hear voices that mean like or like noises make like drop the controller and be like yeah I don't want to play this. Anymore. <laughs> That's how you know it's a good game. So. Uh, I'll either go with Death Space or Resident Evil 4. I can't really pick one, so yeah, that's that's one for me. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, that's very fair. For me, it was between those two for me too, yeah. but I'll have to go with Dead Space because I okay. played it. <laughs> and when I tell you I haven't finished it and I'm not going to, I just <laughs> <laughs> for me the sound they really nailed it because I usually play my games with headphones on, oh, so yeah, for sure. it it makes the sound just a whole lot scarier. And yeah. I'm just like, you know, I can't do it. So nah. it just for me personally, it it I think it should get it. That or Resident Evil Four, I do it. I, it, it's gonna it, again. It, all these are like such a toss up. Like the game categories, it's all a toss up. Like I yeah. have no idea who could possibly win this because they all have amazing sound design. Moving on, best performance. This one I have no idea. Uh, best performance, voiceover, acting, motion, or performance capture. Ben Stark for Final Fantasy 16. Cameron Monaghan for yeah. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Idris Elba for Cyberpunk 2077: Phantom Liberty. Melanie Liebert for Alan Wake 2. Neil Newbun for Baldur's Gate 3, and Yuri Lowenthal for Spider-Man 2. I don't know who these characters are, and I haven't played. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really should. I should know who Ben Starr is. I think he was uh, Clive. I'm pretty sure he was Clive. Just for familiarity's sake for me, I'm going to have to say Ben Starr for Final Fantasy 16. I really don't know anybody else. I haven't played enough okay. of Baldur's Gate to know Neil Newbun's uh, voice, so... Honestly, I'm going to go with Cameron uh, Monaghan. Uh, I think that that's the same dude from uh, Shameless. I'm not basing it off of his acting ability in Shameless or anything, but um, I haven't played the second one, but the uh, first uh, Star Wars um, installment that he was in, uh, I really liked it. You know what I'm saying? He did his thing. uh, And this one, he's more intimidating. I've heard before, and I've seen clips on like TikTok and stuff like that of him um, acting and I feel like they captured his facial recognition, number one, really good. And then um, how he just kind of goes about in the game and how he acts in the game. I I, I really uh, liked it. So I'm going to have to go with Cameron Monaghan. I'm also not very familiar with this category, but there are three people I recognize. Obviously, my first pick is going to be Ben Starr. You know, that's kind of the person I'm rooting for because, again, Final Fantasy. But I could also see Cameron or Idris taking it, because both of them are extremely popular. And mm-hmm. I have heard of works before that they have done, and they're, like, really good. Yeah. So I highly doubt that these are bad. I believe they most likely nailed these as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if one of them take it, but I'm still praying for Ben Starr. <laughs> I am too, but it's just, like, when I when I look at the, I'm like, I don't know names so much. I know the characters, so it doesn't say, like, what character they played. So I'm, like, looking, I'm like, yeah. I know, I kind of know these names. I don't know who, so I'm just going to vote for what yeah, I know. I just know Ben Starr plays Clive. That's all I know. I know. I was I was like, why am I spacing? It's Clive. It's got to be Clive. Yeah. Man, Andrew's up has been around for a long time. So. Yes. <laughs> Maybe he'll win one. Who knows? Maybe. We could We could totally be wrong. Innovation in accessibility is next. You know, software, hardware, pushes the medium technology uh, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by a wider audience we could go through the whole you know spiel of what that could include but basically it just like lowers this uh lowers the bar for entry for games so whether that be simpler controls difficulty 
colorblind settings, UI settings, audio settings, whatever it is to help people get into games, this is what games are listed. Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, interesting, Hi-Fi Rush, Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. I'm just going to have to, I don't use accessibility settings to be perfectly clear, Mm -hmm. but all, all these games had massive listings, and it's like, I really don't know who to vote for. I'm going to just go out on a limb, and it would be interesting to see Street Fighter Six win this category just for the sake of simpler controls and control schemes for the game. But in my heart, I want to see Hi-Fi Rush win. It's an indie game. They had a lot of accessibility options, specifically because it is a partial rhythm-based game. They have a literal sound bar at the bottom as one of the accessibility features where it's like it helps you play to the beat. And there is some, like, I believe there was some difficulty settings where it's like you can make it more or less lenient and strict so okay. but for my main vote street fighter 6 jeremiah um same street fighter 6 for me personally that or mortal kombat 1 because i have played mortal kombat yeah. 1 <laughs> um but again i personally don't use i don't often use you know those type of settings except for the colorblind one only to change yeah. the color of my ui <laughs> <laughs> don't we all do that Let's no. be real. we yeah. all i think we all do that yeah i hope so <laughs> i don't want to be the only one yeah, yeah that's my pick Okay, I'm kind of have to go with you, Jeremiah, on this, or agree with you on Mortal Kombat uh, 1 or Street Fighter 6. Uh, I think for most fighting games, especially the newer fighting games, there's so many, like, combos and stuff like that where, you, like, we were talking about earlier with the zigzag combos and then the... Um, you got quarter circles, yeah, pretzel exactly. motions, dragon punches. Stuff like that. So people that are just getting into fighting games, is really hard, and I feel like that's the intimidating part of fighting games where it's like, I can't even do this combo. How am I supposed to get into this game? So that uh, access, the innovation and accessibility for those fighting games, I feel like will prevail for most of this, um, for, for most, the, most for of the, the list, yeah. For the category, yeah. Like Spider-Man 2, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just going to have to go to Mortal Kombat 1 or Street Fighter 6. And again, it's just like we don't, we probably don't use accessibility features as much as other people, but yeah, it's just true. like, what do we think is just going to, let's just pick one, we're just going to see if we're right, if we're wrong, and you know, if we're wrong, hey, if we're wrong, and a game... I, it's honestly just incredible to see a lot of these games getting nominated for, sure, for their respective yeah. categories. Yeah. But this is where we're going to take a nosedive into the games we know because Games for Impact is our next category. Thought-provoking games with a uh, pro-social meaning or message. I'll be honest, I don't know any of these games. <laughs> but the nom- <laughs> I have not been able to play these games because they've just been not on my radar. Oh, but these games are A Space for the Unbound, Chance of Sinar, Goodbye Volcano High, Chia, Terra Nil and Venba. I don't know any of these games, and I'm sorry if you're mad that I don't know these games. I'm. I'll I'll start, and I'll just go out and say I'm gonna say Terra Nil. I'm just gonna have to vote Terra Nil. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna vote Terra Nil. Let's just see if that one wins. Now, myself, I'm also not familiar with most of them. However, there are two, okay. technically three, that I somewhat know of. I know of a space for the Unbound only because I had a sister who was playing it one time. Okay. And the same goes for, I can't really say the name, Venba? I, I, I think Venba, yes. That and Terra Nil is also one that I saw only on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually watch it yet. So I'm going to be rooting for one of those three games. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Um, I'm going to say goodbye, Volcano High. Uh, volcanoes are pretty cool, so I'm, I'm <laughs> just gonna go with that. I, again, I don't know anything about these games, so I'm just gonna have to pick one and just see. If, hey, let's just see if I won yeah. or pick the correct one. Best ongoing game, next category award for the outstanding development of ongoing content evolves the player experience over time. Your nominees are Apex Legends, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. <laughs> Trey, let's start with you on this one. Um, it's kind of hard. So are you like when you say best on gang games it's gonna be like the games that have been just I mean obviously going on for a long time right yeah uh it's hard to argue with Fortnite even if you love or hate Fortnite you know what I'm saying it's it's still going strong you know <laughs> I don't know you know I feel like Fortnite is gonna win that's not my favorite game you know what I'm saying but I feel like that's gonna win just because it's been around for a long time now and it's it's still popping, so... It's been around for a while, yeah, but it's hard for me to go against past history and the longest-running game that's on this list, oh, and snap. that would be Final Fantasy XIV. I didn't even see Final Fantasy, yeah. I said Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV. Yeah, you did, you did. That, I, I, uh, yeah. I guess I would I'm, I would love to see a different game win. 
even though I do not really like Genshin Impact, like, I don't hate the game. I'm just not the biggest fan of it. It's not really for me. Uh, I would like to see Genshin Impact win just to spice things up, uh, kind of, because a lot of my buddies are just like, oh, there's no way Genshin's going to win. I just want to <laughs> see what they say. But my personal vote, it's probably going to be Final Fantasy uh, 14 for me. Okay, for me personally... I mean, seeing Fortnite still here is crazy, first and foremost. I know they've probably been nominated here for a while. Yeah. Granted, I don't even think they won, like, the last the last year. I don't think they won. I don't think they did, no. So, because of that, and I know for a fact Cyberpunk's not winning. So, <laughs> no offense. And I, I'm going to be honest, I don't have much faith in Genshin either. So, I'm going to go with either Final Fantasy or Apex Legends. Um, I've tried to getting into Apex Legends, and I do like it a lot, though. It's kind of fun. So I'm pushing for that one, but I will never be mad if Final Fantasy ever wins. So, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what wins. And I, I pick Genshin just to annoy my friends, just to see what they think. So we'll I'll get back to you on that. Moving on, best community support. Recognizing a game for community support, transparency, responsiveness, social media activity, and, you know, updates, patch notes, you name it. They, get, they basically have communication flowing at all times. Your nominees are Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, and No Man's Sky. If you are an avid listener here at Entertainment and you listen to me when I air on when I'm on air as a DJ, I have done and talked about my time with Destiny 2. I am a huge Destiny 2 fan. I as much as I said I wouldn't, I'm gonna vote for Destiny 2. Despite the fact that recently they laid off like a hundred staff employees, including community management, mm-hmm. PR, a lot of that stuff, I'm nominating them because of the work that those people did, and I want to acknowledge that work, not necessarily the actions of the company itself. So, other than Destiny Two, I honestly think that if Destiny Two doesn't win because of that, I could see easily uh, Final Fantasy fourteen winning. I Trey? think I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go to Baldur's Gate just because um, the community kind of put it out there for people that didn't don't even play video games. Yes, yeah, fair enough. Honestly, it's between Baldur's Gate three or No Man's Sky. I'm only doing No Man's Sky because I have a father who plays it and loves it. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna do that for him. But most likely Baldur's Gate three. I feel like everything I've heard about this game, like the fans have pushed this hard. Yeah. Never... The fans have pushed it hard. The community <laughs> yeah. has pushed it's... it hard. It's gotten a lot of community support. It's hard. Yeah. I almost want to change my vote, honestly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you can't really go wrong with anything that's not Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I with the beginning of Cyberpunk, like, I think just because it was such a bad launch, people were just like, to let you, they're going to let you know either way. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying, there are people that are really diehard fans for Cyberpunk are patient, and I think uh, that's a good thing, you know what I'm saying, which is, I'm not, I mean, I, I was excited for Cyberpunk when it came out. But, you know, it was just so unplayable for me that I had to – there was a point where you could refund your game and get your money back. Yeah. So I put that I put the application in, I got my money back. But, uh, I mean, when they fixed it – or when the um, anime came out, actually, that's when I kind of got back into it. Uh, yeah, that's the only reason I can say Cyberpunk is on here, just because of the patience of the community. So We'll see what happens. I mean, they have, you know, constantly supported the game. They have been transparent with their updates and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just, we'll have to wait and see. A lot of heavy hitters in this category. Moving on, best independent game. I don't know any of these games, but best independent game is for outstanding creative technical adver- uh, achievement, pardon me, in a game made outside traditional publisher system. You have Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Again, I don't know any of these games. I'm so, I feel so embarrassed that I don't know any of these games. So. You know what? Just based on what I've heard, I'm and I don't know too much about it. Just Dave the Diver, honestly. <laughs> it sounds like I don't know too much. I just know it's an interesting kind of game, and that yeah. I need to pick it up. That's all I know about it. Okay, well, I'm gonna go with Viewfinder. Uh, this game, I've seen it on uh, YouTube. I've played a game kind of like it before. Uh, I find it interesting. I like games like that where it's like a little puzzle, uh, just a game to play, like maybe before you go to bed or something like that. So I'm going to go with Viewfinder. All right. And then Jeremiah? I'm going with Sea of Stars because it's an RPG. And so, (laughs) you know. I might have to get into that thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I myself haven't got around to playing it, though. But I have seen a lot of it already. So I'm going to go with that one because it's the only one I'm familiar with. 
I don't. I just wish I was familiar with these games because I feel Dang like you. the more we go through this list, the more games I'm just gonna have to add to my backlog. <laughs> which I already have like 20 <laughs> games in my backlog that I haven't played yet. It's just like, oh no. Dave the Diver sounds crazy. I can't wait to play that. Sounds fun. It honestly, <laughs> it honestly sounds kind of interesting and fun. I'm actually genuinely gonna be look to pick it up. Hopefully, moving on. Best debut indie game. Best debut game created by a new independent studio. Most of the same nominees. You have Cocoon, Dredge, Venba, Viewfinder, and the one and only that I'm probably going to vote for and know here, Pizza Tower. <laughs> if you know what Pizza Tower is and how crazy and chaotic and funny looking it is, it's amazing. I'm voting Pizza Tower. Give me, give the pizza man his award. That's what all I got to say. I, I, <laughs> I've never seen Pizza Tower. It looks insane however i'm probably gonna go with vin but but i wouldn't be mad if he's the tower wins only because of the art the art is is oh you (laughs) yeah (laughs) all all i'm gonna ask is that if you want to know what pizza tower is there are hundreds and hundreds and thousands of youtube videos of people playing pizza tower just check it out it's it's weird. It's interesting. I can't explain it. Okay. That's like I I wish I could. It is that crazy that I I don't know how to describe or explain it. Well, if it's getting that much publicity, I'm gonna go Pizza Tower too. Then if there's, cause, I mean, you said that's the only one you know in this. That's place? the only one I know. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna go Pizza Tower or Viewfinder, cause I've seen Viewfinder on uh, YouTube videos too. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> Again, it's just. I, outside of Pizza Tower, I know absolutely nothing. And I, uh, speaking of stuff, I don't know. I don't really play mobile games. <laughs> Best mobile game playable on a mobile device. Uh, you have Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, Honkai Star Rail, Monster Hunter Now, and Terra Nil. I'm just going to have to vote Terra Nil. I voted for it in a previous category. It looked interesting to me. And the fact that you can play it on, on your phone, maybe, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. We'll have to see. So for me, Terra Nil. Um, for me personally, I'm also not familiar with many of these. However, again, I'm always going with Final Fantasy. For <laughs> However, though, I do believe most likely Hello Kitty Island Adventure could probably take it. Only because we have to remember with mobile games, it's old people and little children. Mm-hmm. And okay. I do think that, and obviously Hello Kitty is very popular, especially amongst little girls. So I think that that alone would probably carry them <laughs> To a victory. It's the only one I'm familiar with. That or the one with the anime girls on it. Honkai Star Rail? (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those two. It it probably will be one of those two. The stuff that you said about Hello Kitty makes sense. Kind of made me rethink my opinion or my uh, choice, which was Monster Hunter Now. I know Monster Hunter is on, like, uh, consoles and stuff. I didn't know they had a mobile game. Actually, I lied because I have heard uh, or have seen an advertisement for it before, but... Yeah, I might go for Hello Kitty, I'm not going to lie. Or Honkai. Yeah. One of those two. Or it, Final Fantasy. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Trey, too Trey's much about Trey's over here this. just going to be like, I don't know what to pick. I'm going to pick them all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, final answer, Hello Kitty. Okay. Wait, wait. Oh, Final Answer, Hello Kitty. Yeah. I thought you combined Final Fantasy and Hello Kitty and said Final Hello Kitty. I should have done that. Uh, <laughs> they both end up in a tie. That's actually what they say. <laughs> Moving on, best VR or AR experience, you know, virtual augmented reality. Uh, you got Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Humanity, Resident Evil Village, the VR mode, and Snaps, or Synaps, pardon me. Um, voting this one only because I have slight, I've, I played it for VR in like an hour before I was really, really scared and like almost threw off the headset, and that's Resident Evil Village. Yeah. Um, just Lady, Lady Dimitrescu, just grabbing you in VR is so horrifying, and I actually almost threw the headset off. So for me, that is enough to get my vote for that. I think I'm going to agree, too, with Resident Evil Village. Same. I'm in the same boat, Resident Evil Village. That's, like, the only one I'm even familiar with here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, short and sweet to the point. We can move on. Uh, we'll see what other stuff can possibly win in that category. In, in that category. Moving on, best action game, best action game, action genre, primarily on combat, Armored Core 6, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant 2. Uh, Jeremiah, let's start with you on this one. Okay, for me personally, I'm I'm giving it to Dead Island 2. However, Hi-Fi Rush will be second for me. But for me, Dead Island 2, I don't know what it is, but visuals do play a big part for me, and I just feel like the visuals 
paired with the action made the game just more enjoyable for me to play. I guess I could say mm-hmm. I'm not as familiar with Hi-Fi Rush or anything else in this category. Mm-hmm. Hence, is why I'm probably going to go with Dead Island too. Fair enough. Uh, a lot of my a lot of people who have played Destiny and are looking to take a break have moved over to Remnant Two. And I remember Remnant One being a fire game. I played some of it. I didn't play the whole thing. Remnant Two, I haven't dipped my toes in yet. But if it's anything like Lemon Remnant One, I think it's going to win. But I really would again because it's like a smaller game. Hi-Fi Rush, to me, was more unique of an experience. Just the combat being to the beat and everything that's involved with that, I think, is more interesting than Remnant 2. But just for popularity, I think Remnant 2 is going to be the winner here. Trey? If you think if you say Hi-Fi Rush is anything like Sunset Overdrive, I probably would like Hi-Fi Rush more than most of these, yeah, most of these um, nominees besides Dead Island 2. I could say Hi-Fi Rush or Dead Island 2. I would want to see win. But realistically, I would probably say maybe, yeah, Dead Island 2. Honestly, I could see realistically winning. I mean... The combat is interesting. The mechanics of the weapons and uh, tools that you get in Dead Island 2 are interesting. I have played it Mm -hmm. a little bit. And I will say, what was... I forget what exactly it was, but it was like a baseball bat and something else combined. And it was like a shock weapon. And it was just like, it was crazy. The combat was pretty solid there, especially after the updates. Moving on, next category, best action-adventure game for combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. You got Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Resident Evil 4, Spider-Man 2, and Alan Wake 2. I'll start with this one. I haven't voted for this game this entire time, which is basically every game on this list on this <laughs> in this category. Uh, from what I've seen and from what I have slightly played, although my playtime is like minimal, Surprisingly for me, uh, Alan Wake 2, I think, might actually stand the chance to win this one. It's been nominated in a lot of categories. Mm-hmm. I think it could win other categories, but for this one, it might win. But I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Spider-Man 2 won this category. I was going to say, in terms of like traversal um, aspect, I would say Spider-Man 2. But with like actual like action, I'd probably say Resident Evil 4. I'm not too familiar with Alan Wake 2, like I said before, so... Yeah, if I had to choose, I would choose Resident Evil 4 for actually winning. But I like the traverse, um, the traversal um, skills in Spider-Man. So That's fair. For me personally, this is probably one of the hardest ones because there's so many good games. Mm-hmm. Originally, I went with Spider-Man, but as uh, time has gone on, I noticed a lot of people have tried to find problems with it. So for me personally, I'm probably going to go with, I think Zelda is most likely going to take this. Okay. You know, it's kind of known for its exactly. <laughs> open world and things. But me personally, I'm rooting for Alan Wake too. Okay. And, uh, and I wouldn't be mad if Resident Evil 4 took it, even though I know a lot of other people probably will be. Probably would be. Yeah, I'm not too mad about any of these games winning, honestly. Like, it, all of and them that's what, and that's and that's the hard thing. I'm not mad about any specific nominees. It's just like trying to see, okay, what could possibly win, or who yeah. should win, or who do you, who would you like to win? And that's just you know the name of the game here. Next up, best RPG, best game design with rich multiplayer character customization, progression, and a massive multiplayer experience. Uh, your nominees are Starfield, Sea of Stars, Lies of P, Final Fantasy 16, and Baldur's Gate 3. This one's a tough one for me. I know it's going to be a tough one for Jeremiah as well because we both have played a lot of Final Fantasy 16. I've started playing Lies of P a little bit. Very fun game. Uh, basically a Souls-like and... I didn't think I would actually enjoy it, but I've, I stand to be corrected on that. And then my short time at Baldur's Gate 3 has been hilarious and amazing nonetheless. <laughs> it, it could be any of those three. Yeah. Um, but again, for familiar sake, I'm going to say my vote, Final Fantasy 16. Um, I think I'm going to go Baldur's Gate 3. And final, uh, yeah, for, I'm probably Baldur's Gate 3. I'm not even going to get into it because I'm just going to keep on saying names and I'm not going to be able to pick one. So, yeah, Baldur's Gate. That's fair. Me, you're right. This is so hard. It's hard, man. Because I've played, I at least have experience with four out of the five games here. But if I had to pick one, while I know most people want Baldur Gate 3 to take it, I don't have that much experience with it. And obviously Final Fantasy. But I'm going to, you know, I think surprise a lot of people. I'm going with Lies of P for this one. Okay. Because it was, because for the RPG factor of it, it was probably my favorite one. Just... I don't know what it was about it. Just something. It connected. Like, I felt connected to it. That mm. only I felt with whenever I play, like, Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy. Fair so, No, yeah. that's a totally valid reason. 
I again wouldn't be mad if Baldur's Gate three won this category, but just for me, final like RPG experiences. I think Final Fantasy first, but Baldur's Gate three is a stellar RPG game. Definitely can't vouch enough for these games here in this category. Moving on, next category: best fighting game. Uh, Mortal, so Kombat no, Mortal, yeah, <laughs> Mortal Kombat Warrior. Mortal Kombat Warrior. I'm sorry. Like. Oh, let, let me let me. Hold on. <laughs> we know Trey's vote is Mortal Kombat One, but the other nominees besides Mortal Kombat One is oh. God of Rock, Nickelodeon All Star All Star Brawl Two. That's a tongue twister. Pocket Bravery and Street Fighter Six. So Trey, you already said your vote's Mortal Kombat One. I apologize for that. No, I forgot good. you had the name. Oh, you're good. No, we, I mean you clearly love Mortal Kombat One. Um, it's just like. A lot of these games, the only one I could really see in competition with actually winning it is probably Street Fighter Six. But Mortal Kombat One has it's popular right now. There's a lot of characters coming out, like um, popular characters like Omni Man and um, Homelander coming out. And other things. There's a couple of other DLC characters I forgot, but uh, it's just like Mortal Kombat Run, Run right now is really like popping. Uh, but yeah, I'm going Mortal Kombat One. I mean, I can't disagree. Mortal Kombat One. I would. I, I like Street Fighter Six. Don't get me wrong. But Mortal Kombat 1 has really just been doing what it needed to do, Mm -hmm. especially, like you said, with the DLC, Homelander, Omni-Man. I just looked it up. Peacemaker is also in there. Ermac is in there now. Oh, man. You said Ermac is in there? Yeah. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 1. (laughs) Takeda's coming back. Well, we know Trey's main character. Quan Chi is now back. It's like, for me, I I think that it's, I think it's pretty clear Mortal Kombat 1 is most likely going to take it. But there is a small chance. I'm in the minority Street here. Street Fighter Street Six. Fi- Street Fighter Six is my vote. I mean, yeah. I listen. Oh. I grew up playing Mortal Kombat on the Sega Genesis, and then that got taken away. And my uncle was amazing, and I <laughs> started playing the Mortal Kombat trilogy on PS One. Yeah. Uh, but my time with Street Fighter Six, uh, I've been taking a break from it. But the head-to-head online fighting online, or even if you're in the same room as someone, has been amazing. The fighting I'm playing on like. I think the hardest difficulty there's like a like a story mode you create your own character and you go around the yeah. city and just you know you know fight people for money upgrades and just like progress the story mm-hmm. which is just like involved with all the cast has been amazing for me and I mean as much as I love Mortal Kombat Street Fighter Six has been a lot more fun to me in the on, in the one on one aspect when I'm actually playing someone Mortal Kombat One <clears throat> it's had its ups and downs but I've just enjoyed my time with Street Fighter Six just a bit more here so that, that's I'm, fair I do like the design of a lot of the Street Fighter Six yeah, yeah, yeah. characters and like just the animations of it too. I, I so like I you know I could see it definitely winning if Mortal Kombat One doesn't. I just think it's very small. Yeah, and I think just because like uh, just because Mortal Kombat you know is Mortal Kombat, but not even that. Like Mortal Kombat One is just going crazy right now. But I agree with you on Street Fighter Six. I when I play uh, when I go back to Columbus and stuff. I um, play with my friend, and we're sitting on the couch, and we're just playing back and forth. We'll play, like, a good 20 games, just keep having fun and switching characters. So I can agree with you on that. Mortal Kombat, or not Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter Six is definitely more fun than Mortal Kombat 1. Um, but, I mean, I said that before. It's either Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter Six. It could be either one, Either honestly. Yeah, either one, but, uh, yeah, I'm still going to go with Mortal Kombat. Sorry. Fair enough. We'll see, we'll see what happens. The complete opposite of fighting games, best family game, <laughs> where there is no fighting, best game for appropriate family play, you know, it doesn't matter genre or platform. Your nominees are, and I, I've heard of all but this one, Disney Illusion Island, that's the one I'm not known with, I do not know that one, Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Uh, Jeremiah, let's start with you on this one. I mean... Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think this is a competition. I'm certain the Super Mario Wonder is gonna take it. Yeah. But if there is a small chance that it doesn't, it's gonna most likely be Sonic Superstars. Only because I'm not familiar with the Disney one. Mm-hmm. Party Animals seems like one of those games that are that comes but then like goes yeah, after a while. And then I'm not as familiar with Pikmin, but for me, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Mario because. It's family friendly, and you can never go wrong with the Mario game. Yeah, yeah, I um, yeah, I would like to see Party Animals win, just because like there was a time where I was just playing it just to play, and it was pretty fun, you know. what I'm saying talking to people in there and just 
talking my stuff while I'm beating them up as a soft animal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I probably agree. Super Mario is probably gonna win just because you know it's Mario and it is family friendly. So. I think I think we're all in agreement. Mario Brothers is likely to win. It would be cool to see party animals win as like a party family kind of game. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Superstars would be interesting to see if that one won out. But then the whole Sega versus Nintendo would happen again. But you know that 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 <laughs> that time has passed. It's not here nor there. But yeah, I think we're all in agreement. Mario Brothers wonder is going to win this year it's like when you think family friendly you always like think most parents probably are thinking like mario yeah moving on best sim strategy i really don't know i play some strategy games i don't know any of these i haven't played them advanced wars one and two the reboot uh city skylines two company of heroes three fire emblem engage pikmin four uh, I kind of know what Jeremiah might pick, uh, and I'm probably in agreement. And for me, it's a uh, Fire Emblem, just because I'm familiar with the franchise. Honestly, yeah, no, literally, I love Fire Emblem as a franchise, so I am also going to say it's going to win. However, again, Pikmin for I know Pikmin as a series had a lot of popularity for a lot of people, so it could definitely be an underdog. But I'm always going to root for Fire Emblem first. Yeah. I think I agree with y'all. I feel like Fire Emblem is the mom, one I'm most familiar with. I know Skitties, or not Skitties, Cities, Skyline 2, uh, just because I like seen it on the uh, store before. But yeah, I'm going to go with Fire Emblem. I mean, it, nothing wrong with that. And it's like we're not all familiar with some of these sim uh, turn based games, but we'll see what happens. I'm just wondering when isn't there going to be another Civilization, Sid Meier's Civilization game? I'm waiting for that. <laughs> but moving on, best. Why did they combine these? I'm, I'm still curious. Best sports slash racing, best traditional, non traditional sports and racing game EA Sports, FC 24, F1 23, Forza Motorsport, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. And then the Crew Motorfest. I'm just going to vote Hot Wheels. I got a lot of Hot Wheels at home. <laughs> I, I grew up on Hot Wheels, all right? You know, I got a lot of the cool cars. You know, I'm, I'm just going to vote Hot Wheels. I remember playing Hot Wheels, I think it was Stunt Track Challenge on the PS2. Good times. So, for me, Hot Wheels. Okay. Before I was, uh, we, you named most of these uh, games. I was going to vote Hot Wheels, too, because I didn't know much about it. But uh, EA Sports FC, that's a soccer game, and I know a lot of people that play that game. So I'm probably going to go with Sports FC, but to see Hot Wheels win would be pretty funny. So I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to see that win if it wasn't uh, sports F- EA Sports FC. So. Um, the sports and racing did confuse me on why they got combined. <laughs> I still don't get it because it's only from the looks of it one sport game and everything else is just racing related. I mean, like but, stuff like Two K and Madden come out like every year. I don't know if you could really compete with quality for those games. You know what I'm saying? True, but granted, I'm gonna go with the East EA Sports only because again, like you said, soccer, foot, football, or whatever you want to call it, it's yeah. just too popular mm-hmm. in my opinion to not win, yeah. <laughs> regardless of the quality of the game itself. Just the popularity alone, I think, is going to carry it over anything else. But I wouldn't be mad at Hot Wheels. <laughs> I think Hot Wheels could definitely have a chance to sweep here, and I would be amazed if it did. I feel like it would be a fan favorite for sure. Fan favorite, <laughs> possibly, absolutely. But we'll we'll have to wait and see for the Game Awards. Best multiplayer is your next category for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay design. This does include co-op. Uh, massive multiplayer experiences, you know, doesn't matter game genre or platform as per usual. Nominees, we've seen a lot of these. Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, Mario Brothers, Wonder. You know what, uh, Trey, let's start with you. We haven't started with you for a hot minute. Um, I think I'm going to go with Street Fighter 6. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Street Fighter 6. Party Animals, cool, you know what I'm saying? Like Jeremiah said, it's kind of one of those games that comes and goes. Uh, Super Mario Bros. I didn't even know that was like a really multi. I mean, I know it's a couch player game, but I didn't know there is an online function oh, okay. of well, that too. Yeah, well, it might win just because it's Mario for that matter. But uh, I think I'm gonna go Street Fighter Six. Okay. Um, I'm I'm going with Mario as my main pick, not because you know. I mean, I liked it, but I'm pretty sure it's because it's Mario. If it's not that, it's most likely going to be Baldur's Gate Three, in which. Personally, that's the one I'm going to root for here in this situation is Boulder Gates 3. I wouldn't be surprised if Mario takes it. I wouldn't be surprised if Mario takes it, but I kind of want to see Diablo 4 win this one, mm-hmm. honestly. 
Baldur's Gate 3 has good online experiences, don't get me wrong, but I just kind of want to see if Diablo 4... I'm, I'm kind of being devil's advocate, honestly, yeah. here. I'm just kind of waiting to see for Diablo to overtake uh, Baldur's Gate 3 in one of these categories where they share a nomination yeah. and just see what happens. So call me crazy, <laughs> but I would, I'm would. i saying Diablo 4 for this one. Your next category, we got only a couple more to go. Next category, best adaptation, you know, recognizing a outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. Your nominees are Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, Super Mario Brothers, the movie, and Twisted Metal. Uh, I have seen the Mario Brothers movie. I watched some of Twisted Metal. It was great. Uh, don't ask me about Last of Us. Uh, I'm going to just vote Mario Brothers. Like Everyone went out to see it. It had great success. I think it was done amazingly. It's enough to get my vote. Twisted Metal, I think, uh, could slip in as a close second, though. I don't know too much about Twisted Metal. I know about Super Mario Bros., The Last of Us, Gran Turismo, and Castlevania. Castlevania is a pretty good... Uh, I think it's an anime, isn't it? I think it is in the style yeah. of an anime, yeah. Um, I've heard that's pretty good. People enjoy it. I've never watched it myself. Uh, I've seen the trailer for Gran Turismo. was kind of interested, but not too much. My mom was more interested in it than I am, um, and she probably doesn't even know it's a video game. Uh, <laughs> the Last of Us... It's pretty good, you know what I'm saying? But I'll probably go with Super Mario Bros. I wasn't expecting it to be that good. Like I was telling you before, uh, it just surprised me after I had watched it. So I'm going to go with Super Mario Bros. All right. Um. Well, for me personally, I, I'm, I'm a little surprised. You know, Cyberpunk isn't here. Yeah. I know. They, they I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's Cyberpunk. true. Yeah. yeah. So he's not being here. It's crazy. However... Um, as much as I like the Super Mario movie, I dislike Chris Pratt. So because of that, I'm going to be rooting on his downfall alongside the wow. movie. And I'm going with The Last of Us because I absolutely loved it. And if not The Last of Us, then make it Castlevania. Only because I really love the designs of the You Empire. really don't like Chris Pratt like that? Forget that, man. Him and his awful voice acting. I can't stand it. Dude, okay. And now he's doing Garfield. Oh. All right. All right. All right. Moving on, this one I'm pretty sure we would all know. We all know the names on this nominee list. Most anticipated game. These are games that have yet to be released. They've either had trailers or we've known about them, and we only know so much about them, but we can't wait for them to release. Your nominees are Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades II, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken 8. This is a stacked list. If we haven't talked about a stacked list yet besides Game of the Year, this one is stacked. Mm -hmm. All of these games have been hyped up. They look amazing. I'm excited for basically all of these, even though I'm not a Tekken 8 player because I would get my... I'd, I'd, I'd get owned really quick. Um, Hades was amazing. I've played some of the uh, Yakuza series. I'm working my way through, and it's been amazing. And, I, and every game just gets better and better. And then Final Fantasy VII, you know, remake. Rebirth is the next chapter in the game. I can't wait for it. Star Wars. I've loved Star Wars since I was a kid in Tekken 8. Yeah, I get my butt kicked a bit, but you know what? You know what? I'm just going to go out and say it. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy VII. I almost want to say Hades, but Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. I've already pre-ordered. So you know what? Final Fantasy VII. That's fair. I think I'm going to go with Star Wars Outlaws just because it is, I, I think it's an open world game. And with Star Wars, it's like there's so much in the Star Wars universe. I'm kind of curious how they're gonna go about that to make it an open world game. Uh, I mean, what's him call it? The uh, one with Cameron Monaghan. Uh, that's kind of an open world game, but I think this is probably gonna be more open than that. Uh, so I, yeah, we'll see. I like Star Wars too, so it'll be interesting to see if it, yeah. if like open world and just what they can do with that yeah, if it sure. does end up being that. Sure. Um, for me, I mean, I don't know if I have to say it, but Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, um, again, rooting for it. But as a sleeper pick, though, Like a Dragon wouldn't be mad. Mm. The, the short bits I've seen with Like a Dragon have looked amazing. And then Hades 2 just, oh, it, it, it's gonna, it's a stacked list. Don't even get me started with Tekken 8. Every trailer they drop for that has looked phenomenal. So we'll have to wait and see. But honestly, it, I can't, I won't be mad if... Uh, Final Fantasy loses and Tekken 8 wins, I I honestly couldn't care. It's going to be an amazing time for that category. This one I have no idea on. Content creator of the year. P 
people who make content on video games or use video games in their content. Iron Mouse, people make games, Quackity, Spreen, and Spheric. I have no idea who these people are. Um, I'm just going to pick Iron Mouse. I really don't know any of these people. I don't. I, I play video games. I don't watch people play, people play video games too often. So for me, I'm just going to pick Iron Mouse. I'm going to go Quackity. That's the only one I know. Okay. I'm also going Quackity only because I know he was associated with Dream for a while, and I know how that fan base mm. is. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if he takes it because I'm not familiar with anyone else. I know I'm not really like I might have heard the names maybe, but I I really don't watch. Not even to like downplay them or anything. We yeah. just I, no really yeah we watch. just I'm sure they make amazing content. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't watch streamers. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably watch a streamer before I watch uh, like a YouTube content creator. Fair enough, fair enough. Moving on, best esports game. This category is for the game that has developed or delivered the best overall esports experience to players. You know, inclusive tournaments, community support, and etc. Counter Strike Two, Dota Two, League of Legends, PUBG Mobile, and Valorant. Uh, with everything that's been going on, you know, CS:GO Two being released and some of the debacle and some troubles they've had there. Dota 2 has always been popular. League of Legends has always been popular. But the way that Valorant has done, I wouldn't be surprised if Valorant takes this category. Because yeah. for me, it would be normally it would be between like CSGO or like Counter-Strike 2 and like League of Legends. But I think Valorant has enough of a chance to steal the category. So I'm going to say Valorant for this one. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you too. Like I, uh, I know League of Legends and um, Counter-Strike have been around for a while. And they're both still pretty popping um but i feel like valorant especially this year has taken a leap so i think valorant might have a chance of winning so i'm confused on why PUBG still here but you I, know really, <laughs> I wish i knew i wish um, i knew but like you said counter-strike hat too has been having problems lately so because of that i'm most likely leaning towards league of legends because it's the one i have the second most experience with mm-hmm. um valorant's the one i play the most how and however while I do think it's blown up community-wise, I can't really say, yeah. you know, it's given the best experience. I do, so I'm rooting for League of Legends. However, I wouldn't be surprised if Valorant takes it. It, it would be shocking if CSGO somehow still takes away this category. But <laughs> yeah, like I said, true. Valorant has a shot this year. Moving on, best esports athlete. I watch esports, but I don't know many of these players. I don't really know. Actually, I don't know any of these players on this list now that I relook even though I picked one. Uh, I'm just going to go by their esports names. You have Faker from League of Legends, Zaiwu from CSGO, Demon1 from Valorant, Hydra from Call of Duty, Ruler from League of Legends, and Imperial from Apex Legends. I'll be honest, I looked up some clips of each of these players and some of the plays they've done. I had no idea what was happening in League of Legends. (laughs) I'm going to be honest, but it looked amazing. So with that... It was either Ruler or Faker, and I wrote down Faker. So we're, we're rolling with Faker here uh, for best esports player. I'm going to go with Ruler. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Ruler. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, not familiar with many of these at all. This is where we go into uncharted territory. Absolutely. I'm going yeah. to go with Faker only because of the music video for League of Legends that New Jeans yep. made. He was in it, so I'm like... That's I, I saw that clip too. Yeah. That was that was I won't I won't lie. That was a factor in my decision. <laughs> Moving on, we're really close at the end here. Best esports team, recognizing specific esports teams, not the whole organization, for outstanding performance and conduct in 2023. Your nominees are Evil Geniuses from Valorant, Fnatic from Valorant, uh, Gaming Gladiators for Dota 2, JD Gaming for League of Legends, and a Team Vitality for Counter Strike. Uh, Team Vitality for me, Counter-Strike. I actually watched the Counter-Strike tournaments this year. Uh, They popped off, and they had a great season, honestly, this year. I I followed them for a bit on and off, so for me, Team Vitality. I don't know too much about the eSports team. Uh, I'm going to go Fnatic. I think I've heard of them before. Okay. You probably have. They're, like, really big within Valorant. Me, I'm going with Evil Geniuses because I keep up with Valorant a lot more. They're cool, too. They're really good. So, yeah. And then moving on, hand-in-hand with best esports team, you have best esports coach. I don't know really any of these coaches, so I had to look up you know, the list of accomplishments. For, uh, best esports coaches, uh, esports coach judged to be the most outstanding performance and conduct in 2023. You have Christine Potter-Chi, Danny Zonic-Sorison, Jordan Gunba-Graham, uh, Remy XTQZ, 
uh, Quinoam, and Yoon Homi Sung Wong. Honestly, Christine Potter, for me, her job with Evil Geniuses uh, in Valorant has been outstanding. So for me, that that's enough to get my vote with that. I thought Remy said XQC, and I was kind of confused. I almost, said, I, almost <laughs> said, I almost said XQC, but that's no. Um... Yeah, this esports stuff is uh, uncharted territory for me. Um, I'm just going to go with Gumba. Fair enough. I'm going with Potter. She looks like a queen, so <laughs> I'll let her take it. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. We don't, again, not to discredit any of these other coaches or players or teams. We just don't know too much, so we're kind of going with um, what's familiar or what, you know, just looks the best to us. Best esports events. These are events that are held around the world. You know, best of class experience for participants and the broadcast audience. 2023's League of Legends World Championship, Blast.TV, Paris Major 2023, Evo 2023, International Dota 2 Championships of 2023, and Valorant Champions 2023, Evo. Evo for me. I watch Evo every single year online. It's amazing. It's a great experience. I hope to go there in person one day. So, because Marvel 3 was at EVO this year, and I loved playing Marvel back in the day. So, for me, it's EVO 2023. I'm going to say EVO 2023, too. That's the one I'm most um, familiar with. I mean, I know other ones, but EVO 2023 is probably the one that I know a lot of people look forward to every year. So It's like it, it's, it's a combination of, like, fighting games, and it's just, like, there's a bunch oh, of yeah. different games going on all at once. So, that's kind of why I always pick EVO. No, that's fair. I, I, I'm guessing – I'm – Pretty sure Evo's going to win, but for me personally, I'm going to pick the 2023 League of Legends World Championship. Again, I keep up with leagues from time to time, and I watch this one. So, you know, I'm going, I'm rooting for leagues. It's totally fair. Totally fair. All right. We've gone through 30 different categories. Some we knew a lot about and had some talks. A lot, though, we didn't, and that's totally fine. That's why we just have this discussion, just to see what we think will win. Your final category. We saved the best for last. Game of the year. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Your nominees for Game of the Year this year are Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm going to start with you guys. What do you think is Game of the Year? I can't even tell you right now. It's, It's so many good games in here, and I feel like a lot of them have a really great chance. Uh... Like I said before, I'm not too familiar with Alan Wake, but you know I'm pretty sure if it's a good game, if it's up here for Game of the Year, competing with other other good games, I might say Resident Evil Four, or or Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with those two. I know I voted. I voted for Baldur's Gate Three in one category, Alan Wake, Mario Brothers in a couple, and it, I know it's like. This is heresy for you voting for this one, and you haven't voted for it in another category. I get it. I know. But just other games were in those categories I wanted to vote for. So for me, Game of the Year, it's tough because I want to say Mario Brothers, but there's something about Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom that I think just it's going to just sweep. Because mm-hmm. how many people were raving about Tears of the Kingdom when it came out? And we're just playing it and obsessed with the world and everything and everything you do with it. Not discrediting... Mario Brothers, Resident Evil, Baldur's Gate, Alan Wake, or Spider-Man. But to me, Legend of Zelda stands the best chance with Spider-Man right behind it. Actually, no, scratch that. Baldur's Gate right behind it. Because Baldur's Gate, I think, has the biggest chance to upset here. Man, this list is crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's hard to pick. It is. It is. Um, wow, I could see any of these winning. I'm probably going to have to go with... As much as it hurts my heart to not pick Resident Evil 4 here, I think the fact that it is a remake is going to hurt its chances. Mm -hmm. So because of that, I am going to take Spider-Man 2 because it's the one that I heard a lot about. And it's had some of my favorite moments in all of gaming. Like when we literally watch it, someone get thrown into a wall (laughs) in the worst way possible. So because of that moment alone... I'm thinking it's going to win. However, I wouldn't be surprised if Legends of Zelda takes it. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. (laughs) It's going to be a stacked category. It's going to be a stacked Game Awards show. I personally can't wait to watch it. And this is where I'm going to say we are going to be up here on the Game Awards date. We are going to be here, not like live, live, covering the entire time, but we will be up here watching the Game Awards on December the 7th when they go live, and we'll be right here 
at WZIP Z88 Akron, breaking it live as it happens. I'm sure we're not gonna, we're probably not gonna talk about every single category that gets nominated, and you know, but we will obviously talk about you know game of the year, best art direction, and best score, and so on and so forth. On top of what announcements may possibly happen, I don't even want to talk about announcements that could happen at the Game Awards show. It's unpredictable. New games being announced, new trailers, new new everything. It's going to be a great time. So, yeah, that's our predictions for the Game Awards show 2023. Appreciate you guys listening. This was Sava, Jeremiah, and Trey. Guys, thanks for coming on and uh, talking about the Game Awards with me. For sure. No problem. All right. We'll see you guys on December the 7th, and we hope you are excited as much as we are.